I hit Vancouver in the blazing sun on the 9th of February, 61. And from the 10th of February through till May, it rained and poured all night and day. The more they tried to kick me down, the better I live in this here town. And the more they try to grind you down. Hello and welcome to another in-person episode of Vancouver Places. We're curious to see how many of these in-person episodes we can do, because uh, like everybody else, we've been doing everything through Zoom for the last forever, so we are on our third episode of Vancouver Places in person. So we've got Mike, we've got Dave, and we've got Graham as per usual. So, guys, what are we going to talk about on this one? We're going to talk about uh, Heritage Harbor today, guys, and uh, because we're in person... I've, I've brought some props, so doing? listeners will have to use your imagination. <laughs> uh, you can describe what I'm doing if you want. You're putting on a fuzzy hat that looks like okay. something the RCMP would wear in the 1920s. Yeah, very, so very, very fuzzy, fuzzy mittens. Yeah, gloves. Here's here's my my Arctic kit is what I'm putting on. It does so, look very Arctic. You look very Arctic. Yeah, yeah you got some mucklucks muckluck gloves kind of. Yeah, muckluck gloves. Fur on, covered in fur covered and mitts. Fur, yeah, I got my my fur. Hat on, okay. because I'm going to talk a little bit about Heritage Harbor. Okay. And one of the things that's cool there, in my mind, one of the coolest things about Heritage Harbor is a boat there called the North Star of Herschel Island. Well, why don't you first yeah, why don't we first tell people what Heritage Harbor is and where it is? Yeah. And although it's it's in our book, 111 places in Vancouver that you must not miss. It's the kind of thing that most people it's been here for a long time, but they don't even know what or where it is. So Heritage Harbor in Vancouver. Yeah, I mean, thanks for saying that, Dave, because that was exactly for me. I've been down to the... Uh, uh, planetarium? It's the, the planetarium, yes, I've been to the planetarium, and next door to the planetarium is the uh, Maritime Museum. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people know the Maritime... It looks like a big sort of A-frame yeah, yeah. building, and it's got the same Roche boat in there. People kind of know that. And I've yeah. seen both of those places, and I've noticed a little collection of boats... Uh, anchored nearby, and I just, you know, they used to have like an old uh, Viking boat. It was kind of corny. Okay. I don't know what it was. I I saw it. I didn't really pay any attention. You know, to it. it's not a regular marina where guys that go out the yeah, weekends with their boats move their boats. There's a bunch of eclectic, weird yeah. boats there all yeah. the time. Yeah. Hmm. But this is the thing. Definitely don't walk past it as I did a thousand times. Go in there and check it out. That little gaggle of boats that's collected there is called Heritage Harbor. And it's Heritage Harbor because all the boats in there have some really unique heritage. So you can't just park any old boat there. Uh, it, it has to have some sort of interesting uh, fact about it. I think they're all wooden boats, aren't they? I think they are all wooden boats. There's a one big steel RCMP boat. Right. Yeah, I've got the name story. of it uh, somewhere. The St. Rock? No, that's no, the, the that's museum the is the St. Rock. Yeah, the, inside that the... It's the uh, Nadon. Okay. The RCMP uh, boat, is the big steel one, is called the Nadon. And it's circumnavigated North America by taking the longest, uh, the Northwest Passage to the East Coast. Uh, and then it went uh, back via the Panama Canal. So it went from... Vancouver up through the Northwest Passage, and then down and through the Panama Canal, and then back up again. And that's that's floating there in the water. And so it's there. That's the steel one. I think that's maybe the one exception. But the rest are wooden boats. Now, boats, most boats nowadays are fiber, these recreational boats are fiberglass hulls, you know, and no one knows really how long they're going to last, where they're fiberglass, those big white fiberglass hulls last forever. Wooden hulls have got to have some type of a, a shelf life. I mean, they just don't last forever. I guess if you take the boat out of the well, water and treat it and yeah. take care of it, it can last indefinitely. 
But these are all wooden, old yeah. wooden boats from the 30s, 40s, 50s. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'll tell you, here's a neat thing. I, uh, I actually worked at a boat yard when I was in, in University okay. in Nova Scotia. Uh, we lived all over. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the things I love about a wooden boat is when you're, if you're in a fiberglass sailboat and you're sailing along, you can hear the water slapping against it. It's a tappy, 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 slappy, slappy, slappy. Yeah. When you're in a wooden boat, it just, it's like a butter through, yeah. you know, a knife through butter. Yeah. So it's much quieter. I mean, it's, it's heavier, right? It's more solid. It's maybe not as light and as nimble as a fiberglass boat, but when you're in a wooden boat, I don't know, there's a different uh, feel to so, it, and I much prefer it. Uh, yeah, I can see that, it, but so, so when you go when you go down, again, it's near, behind the planetarium, on the water, yeah. near the, uh, the Maritime Museum. The water museum. taxi goes there. The water, water taxi, taxi goes there. there. Then, uh, is there hours of operation, there's a plank, a gangplank that goes down, and then there's a wharf, yeah. and are you welcome to just go kind of visit and walk yeah. around, or, yeah. or is... And there's no there's no charge either. Oh, really? You just walk right right down there. Yeah. And uh, usually there are uh, signs on the boats, like the owners have a little, you know, poster sized uh, three foot by two foot mm -hmm. uh, write up about the boat as well. Mm -hmm. But very often the boat owners are there as well, and oh. you can meet them and you can talk to them. And this is how I got to meet. I actually met uh, Bruce and Sheila McDonald, that are the owners of the North Star of Herschel Island. Oh, I had a great conversation with them. They'll tell you all about their life living on this boat. And I think, if I remember correctly, they raised their kids on, on the boat. On the boat, oh. right? So I did homeschooling and everything. Um, I think they also met. Uh, I think Bruce told me that he got a letter, a nice thank you note from the Queen or Prince Philip. I think who who had met them. When they were in the north, I think uh, the Royal Yacht Britannia was going through the north as well, and they had met or something, and yeah. I think they may have been on the boat. But Pierre Burton has been on his boat. Farley, Mc, uh, Farley, Farley Mowat yeah. yeah. <laughs> has been on his boat. These are like authors from the old times. I know Oh, my old oh, grasshopper, you need to be educated. <laughs> But uh, yeah, these famous Canadian authors from uh, that, that Dave and I are old enough to remember, but yeah. maybe sort of faded a little bit recently. But his boat was built in 1935, and it was built for two Canadian fur trappers. How awesome is that? Yeah, right. So well, this is why I have my, like, why I have my, my, my fur stuff yeah. on because well, uh, they were up there and Herschel Island is just a little bit to the west of Tuktoyaktuk. If you know, if you know where that is, right? It's in the north. I've heard of it. Yeah, it's in the north. So this is this little boat. It's actually called uh, Canada's Arctic Tall Ship. Such a cool boat. That's yeah, cool. So um, it's kind of like like this this marina. It's not a museum per se, and it's not really just a regular marina. It's kind of a, it's kind of in between. Like you need yeah. to you need to have an interesting old wooden boat to, with the exception of the one steel one. Yeah. To dock there, I wonder if they pay moorage or do they get to stay there for free? Uh, probably. That's a good question. You know, it's it's not like a museum, but it's not just like you you just couldn't take your regular speedboat and put it there. They no. say no, you don't you don't qualify. We no. only we only want old interesting yeah. boats here. Yeah, and that's so cool. And maritime I think museum. I think Bruce, huh? What's it? they're close enough to the maritime museum. Got well, the maritime museum just says the Saint Rochen there, which is the yeah. one big yeah. boat, and then there's a wooden boat show every year in Vancouver. But it is it is part of the the maritime museum. Gotcha. That so it's associated with it's the museum. It's associated with it. I'm not exactly sure the relationship, but it's, it's a, it's a yeah. part of it. But I think that you have to have a conversation with Bruce 
if you want to have some, uh, if you want to harbor your So boat they're probably ever-changing. I mean, you might go down this year and two years later go and yeah. that one boat's gone somewhere else and a new one's come in. And the amount of work that these boats require, the maintenance, the upkeep, the, um, you know, just always replacing and kind of uh, refinishing, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's got to be a labor yeah. of love for these people that own them because they require a lot of maintenance, these yeah. old boats. Yeah. Have you ever heard, Mike, of the Empress of Japan, that ship? No. It's kind of a famous-y-ish okay. uh, Vancouver one. David, you heard of it? I, heard of I don't think I have. No, I'm I sorry. I Empress in Victoria. <laughs> no, yeah, close. Nice yeah. try. But, it, you know, it, it was a famous boat back in the day. It used to, do, you know, do the, tra the trade yeah. between Vancouver and Japan, about oh, okay. the, the Orient. Um, it's, it's gone, but there's another boat there called... Now, I love the name of some of these boats, too, and I love the name of this one, the Mysterion. Oh, my goodness, There's the Mysterion. There's a boat there called the Mysterion, and it was name. built in 1927 using wood salvaged from the Empress of Japan. Oh. So in some cases, you know, there's like a famous boat that no longer exists, but there's another boat that was built using pieces from yeah. that other one. That's interesting. I mean, it's kind of cool even on its own that it yeah. was built in 1927, yeah, yeah. you know, and it's got an awesome name like the Mysterion. <laughs> Um, but it's made from some salvaged parts of another thing. So it's just, you know, it's a beautiful place to be, especially in the summertime. Yeah. Uh, you can go down there and you can hang out by the boats. Free. It's free. Yeah, it's free. You can talk to the It's ever-changing. There's some neat history. And it's authentic. It's not it's like authentic. a phony. It's like these are all boats that belong to people and are in use and just happen to be moored in a collection. That's yeah. what I'd call it a collection of boats, I guess. Yeah. No, it's a... It's a it's a floating feast, Dave. It's a, it's a floating feast. <laughs> and they probably good. have some... Uh, no, they won't have any whoppers of sturgeon down there, because oh, we, we learned in a previous episode the sturgeon are, are from the rivers. Maybe there are some whoppers yeah. under there. Yeah, we, we don't know. Some whoppers. We need to get some radar or sonar or whatever it is. But, um, uh, yeah, a lot of these boats are, like, uh, antique antique boats. Uh, yeah. Some of them are over 100 years old. Some of them are just, you know, 50 or, or more yeah. years old. But they have a neat story. Uh, they're generally old and have a neat story. Uh, so it's worth going to, and as I said before, the uh, water taxi has a has a station there too. So here's here's my taxi. tip. I should save this for my final thought. Okay, I have a final thought. So uh, okay, ask me what my final thought is, and I'll give you my tip. Hey, Graham, you got any final thoughts? On I do, Mike. I sure. do. Thank you. So my final th <laughs> <laughs> my final thought is here's my trick for. I like to go to Granville Island. I do not like trying to drive to Granville Island or park in Granville Island. Yes. So my tip is try and park near uh, the, the, uh, the uh, Maritime Museum. Check out the Maritime Museum. Go check out Heritage Harbor and take the water taxi from there to Granville Island. Or if you're at Granville Island and you want something else to do, take the water taxi over to Heritage Harbor. Cool, Check yeah. that out and then go back. Yeah, what a Granville great Island. Vancouver experience yeah. to, to yeah. use the water taxi, Granville Island, the Heritage Harbor. All those things are, are just so interesting. They're all in our book, 111 Places in Vancouver that you must not miss. I feel like you guys have wrapped this episode up pretty well. It's a, that's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. So, come back next week. Dave, do you want to finish this one up? I think that uh, we just try, we're promoting our book, and uh, every week we try to you know shed light on something that uh, we've written about, but we want to talk about, and uh, trying to build a following here on our podcast. So, yeah. goodbye, and see you next week.
And make sure to head over to our Facebook page and tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear about next. And send us your stories about Vancouver and fun, interesting places. Vancouver in the blazing sun on the 9th of February, 61. From the 10th of February through till May, it rained and poured all night and day. The more they tried to keep me down, the better I live in this here town. And the more they try to grind you down.